We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. gentlemen boys and girls welcome back to another episode of talking halos i am your host today jared Timms, and i'm joined alongside my co-hosts my partners in crime nate green and john crane nate let's just give like a forewarning here first before you get like a negative review nate doesn't yeah. have he's on he's on vacation kind of right now uh, work trip so i'm on i'm on a work trip yeah, so you'll hear in, like yeah he's in a hotel body um, yeah i'm sorry before you get a negative negative review again um say that yeah. now um nate i'm not going to start with you john how you doing it's been a minute and don't forget he was he's been stair climbing before this he, he was working out <laughs> he got his workout in trying to get here on time so yeah, absolutely say. absolutely john how you doing uh, um i'm you know i don't know pessimistic optimistic i don't know what i am i guess i guess i will have some 66ers games to count on <laughs> and uh so uh i still have a pull now i guess i'm gonna pull the trigger on the on the on the season on the bobblehead package again this year I just haven't done it yet. So, and it's, and uh, that's not affected. So I'm in, but uh, otherwise I'm doing well. Well, Hey, look, but I, I mean, I think there's going to be, I think we're striking a deal today. If you guys are listening to this on, on Monday, um, we record on Sunday, but I think there's going to get a deal done. I, I really do. I'm, I'm optimistic about this one. So um, before we even get into that conversation, we will talk about CBA and such like that. Nate, how you doing? Like I said, uh, don't give Nate a negative review, review just because he's on his uh, iPhone today or whatever it is. No, with no, this no. I'm. Voice. I just have no, uh, no mic. But yeah. it's good. It's good to be here. I love. I love it. Even though we're on a work trip in San Antonio uh, in a hotel room, but it's <laughs> it's good. It's I'm. I love that we get to talk baseball um every day so big, it's it's gonna be every day you can talk baseball is a good day so absolutely another big week for us here as the takeover continues here at talking halos we've got two big interviews coming up i'm excited this one on wednesday is a lot of fun i'll tell you that i've been talking to nate and uh, john about it a little bit beforehand but absolutely had a blast talking to both these guys actually both of them are are fantastic so guys stay tuned for that um and like you guys know i haven't done this in a minute but let's start this show off with a question of the day um we may have asked this before i don't think so though um john i'll start with you walk up slash walk out song 
what is it? What do you got? What are you walking out to? If you were a pitcher or, or coming For up to me? Yeah. What's your walk-up song? You know, I really, you know, Mike, Mike Trout just got too cool for me because I really loved it when he had Thunder, when he played Thunder. Uh, that was like, and then he changed it. I'm like, oh, come on. Um, and then um, I guess the greatest uh, reliever song I've ever heard uh, was in Major League with Wild Thing. And the way, if I was to throw pitches, you would certainly call me Wild Thing. <laughs> <laughs> Most of them would bounce on the ground. But uh, is there anything more clutch than Charlie Sheen coming out of the bullpen? <laughs> Absolutely not. That's a fantastic part of the, That's a fantastic – yeah, especially when he gets it back. I think it is in, in Major League 2 when he gets it back and he's like, oh, he's coming in, he's coming in, and he just walks in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's one of my favorite. I love that. Yeah, that's awesome. That's, that's, that's great. And those are fantastic. I'll say this from a player's perspective. I could not pull off Wild Thing. Um, I would um, – yeah, no, it would not have worked a – you know, skinny, six foot, scrawny little white boy would not have thrown about 82 to 84 miles an hour. It would not have played. I needed to kick up about, I don't know, 10, 15 miles an hour to play a wild thing and uh, throw behind some people's heads. But, um, but yeah, Nate, what do you got? What, I know you played college ball. What'd you walk out to? Did you, did you get something? Yeah, I had a couple of different ones. So I, I obviously went the uh, country route and had a couple of different country songs. Uh, Eight Second Ride was one of them. She's Country was another one. Yeah, I, I mean, that's that was mine. E- that was that was mine. So that was mine. My you keep it nice and easy. You know, play some country music. It's nice. Um, I think this song title is "Loud and Heavy" by Cody Jenks. Uh, oh, that's fantastic. a really good one too. Um, and then my junior year, um, as you can see, I got the cross of my hat right now. Um, a lot of us were Christians on the team and we decided that we were going to go Christian walkout song. And so a guy from our church actually like created a song just for me to walk out to. And it was pretty nice. So I thought that one was pretty sweet. That's awesome. Yeah. That is, that's really, those are good. I used, that was uh, a big time one. The Cody Jenks one's a little too big time for me. I'll tell you that much. Um, again, don't throw hard <laughs> enough to use that one. Um, I did use eight second ride cause I do like that song. Um, but I did my senior year. I kind of went a little fun with it. And I went big dog daddy by Toby Keith. If anybody hasn't heard that song before, go ahead and listen <laughs> to that. Fantastic walk up song. Yeah, that was mine. I also did, um, is it a little, a little Nas? Um, I'm going to take that. Oh, it's to the old town. Oh, the, the, yeah, the, oh, yeah, yeah, the yeah, cowboy yeah. song. Yeah. The, I don't know. Yeah, I forgot what it was. That's a good one. Yeah. I used that one as well. My, my senior year. So, um, anything country for me, I'll tell you that much. Uh, yeah. I, I can pull off the rock, um, as much as I want to do like inner Sandman or something. I can't pull that off. My, my, country, my, my country music knowledge is limited. <laughs> but that being said, uh, so I guess more big, I mean, you definitely know some Toby Keith. Uh, this uh, this uh, Saturday, I'll be at the Garth Brooks concert in San Diego, though, so, for the second time. He's, sounds, he's amazing. Nice. He's amazing. Yeah. Pardon? That sounds like a good one, for sure. Yeah. yeah. So... Guys, thank you so much here for listening for listening to this podcast here at Talking Halos, making us the best Angels podcast out there. I truly do believe it. I really do think we are. The takeover has begun. Stay tuned for all the interviews that we have coming up in these next couple of weeks, whether we have baseball or not. Guys, just keep listening. Like I said, interviews, interviews, interviews will be rolling in here over the next couple of weeks or so. Um, again, if you could subscribe to this podcast wherever you're listening to us or watching us, if you're watching us on YouTube, pound that subscribe button we're almost at 50 subscribers which is pretty cool i didn't think that was going to actually happen i really didn't like it's just it's just it's pretty cool to see you know like i know 50 is like oh whatever jared you're doing great but like that's pretty cool to see that organically grown like that 
Um, marketing Jared talking, by the way. Um, and again, you can follow myself on Twitter, Jared underscore Tim. You can follow Nate at NateGreen34 and John at Jags Crane John. John's been doing a fantastic job on on the Twitter as well, by the way, guys. So go follow him. <laughs> you can go complain with mm-hmm. Nate as well. So um, Re- Retweeting Jared, basically. Retweeting <laughs> Jared. That's why he's saying I'm doing a fantastic job because I'm retweeting Jared. <laughs> Keep it up. <laughs> hey, I mean – not a bad thing to go retweet me. Everyone. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, no, no. So let's get on to a little bit of baseball talk. Let's get into college baseball talk. John, I know you don't watch college. You might not watch college. Are you watching college baseball? Uh, talk to me in a year, and I'll have a knowledge about Clemson. Fantastic. I'll be going to Clemson I watched, Clemson. I watched Clemson today. I got a nice report down for one of their starters. So um, I really like him. I don't know if Perry likes him, but uh, I, I really like the kid, one of the kids from Clemson. So um, besides the point, Nate and I have kind of been talking about this on the side. Uh, Vandy and a couple other schools are actually using watches to get their signs in. Um, and also, not only watches, I was watching Samford, I think, play today. And they were using a microphone. Um, catcher had an earpiece in. Yeah, that's, that's allowed, too. I think that's probably better. So, yeah, no, I, I'm all for that, except for there was a, a technical difficulty. The microphone dropped or something like that. So I was like, what? Like, you would have never, I would have never known they had a microphone on. Um, yeah. But that was pretty sweet. But Apple Watches, um, I, something like that. They're wearing a big, thick watch that's given them the signs. Um, John, I want your take on this first. Uh, do, you, do you like the way that signs are given? It's kind of, in college baseball, it's so that, that signs aren't stolen. Um, but yeah. I think at the major league level, they're going to try to start speeding up the game a little bit. And, and it could be something that they go to down the road to try to speed up the game a little bit instead of giving all these signs going on here. The little Mike social that yeah. I'm giving here, by the way. Um, <laughs> how, do you, how do you like the sign giving, John? I don't know. You, are, do you, did you are, share that link? Did you share that link? I did. I, I think I retweeted something. Um, they were wearing, it was a big, thick black watch. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's what I saw. That's how I know about you. I know exactly what you're talking yep. about. I don't see anything wrong with it. You know, of course I think in that article, they even mentioned though, that like then maybe they're going to hack it digitally or something, but I mean, anything, anything to, you know, to avoid another Houston Astros, uh, uh, catastrophe. Um, I don't, I mean, signs aren't meant to be stolen. So if you can do it, in the, you know, but then bad calls aren't meant to be made, but we, they continue to still be made too. So I'm with you. I don't think anything's ever going to be perfect. Um, and yeah, way, signs are always meant to be stolen. Oh, okay. I always, <laughs> signs. I always stole signs in college. Yes. Oh, but see, and see, that's the thing. That's the thing about the whole scandal is, I mean, I understand it's because they did it with cameras, but I mean, it's totally legal to see a sign. If you're yeah. standing on second base and you can see it, there's some way you can communicate it legally. To, uh, but are these watches going to allow them to do? But no, but they can't wear them on the base. Uh, they can't wear them on the base paths, right? Yeah, no, they're not going to do it. They're going to give these signs, like the signs out uh, at third base, yeah, and stuff like that. It's just for the pitcher catcher um, that they are giving the signs out, so they look down and see like fastball away, or I don't know exactly. Oh, okay, what um, or could have given them a chart of numbers or something like that too. From what I understand is like it's the pitch, the location, and like in or out of the zone, so they get like three three numbers and everyone on the diamond gets it. So the catcher has it, the pitcher has it, and every single position player has it because they want to make sure the position players know like, oh, if we're going in with a fastball, we're going to shade the guy to pull side. Or if we're going away with a changeup, we're going to, you know, plan, plan to hit the ball the other way or whatever, however they have game planned for their opponent. So that's kind of the idea behind it to make sure everyone has it. But, um, the other team has no 
they, they can't see it. They don't understand it. So like, it's not like you can wear yours and get, pick up Vanderbilt's sign system on, you know, Clemson's uh, watch. That's all. That's also big because you sometimes like you get this feeling like, and I know it happened a lot when I was coaching, like you, we'd call a pitch and it was like, right, what pitch are you throwing? So I can shade them a little bit more um, to one mm-hmm. side or another side, you yeah. know? So like if you're throwing a curveball, like you're getting O2 and it's like, Oh, we're getting a curveball going. Let's move our shortstop and second baseman a little more like two, give me two steps to the left. And that could get, kind of give away things as well. Um, I think so that that's a good, that's pretty cool that that can kind of, you know, you, you would never know. Um, I mean, as, if the guys are moving early enough, though, it's still going to give things away. So they got to be really sly with the way that they're moving. Yeah. Um, it's it's interesting, though. I mean, I can I haven't watched too many Vanderbilt games like fully. I've seen a couple here and there. Like I watched a little bit of it, but like I can only imagine shaking that off and then the head, the pitching coach going, "Oh crap!" You know, we got to give a different sign. And it's like mm-hmm. there's a 30 second pitch clock in in college baseball. There is. Um, if you do not make a pitch within 30 seconds or you do not make a pickoff attempt within 30 seconds, you get a warning and then you get ball one. So, or ball, whatever the count is. So it it does make a difference. And that, that does make for a a bit of a time delay, I think. And honestly, Jared and I were talking about this earlier about like how, how long the game, you know, it's supposed to shorten the game. That's all Ron Manfred wants. Shorten the game, shorten the game. And what do you know? Vanderbilt's still playing three hour, three hour, 15 minute games. So it's not really helping. Not at all. Not at all. So I just want to get everybody's feel on that. We haven't, we haven't really talked about that. Um, kind of cool thing. I thought uh, that we saw in the Vandy game, a lot of other teams using and, you know, kind of wanted to get John, John's opinion on it too. So it seems like everybody's kind of for it. Um, and everybody's kind of for stealing signs as well. So guys, let's get on to our next topic here and um, big news, CBA news. Um, it's been a long week. We're going to try our best to recap this week in a, in a sense. Um, cause a lot happened. Uh, if you asked me on Monday, what I thought was going to happen, I'd say there's a 5% chance that a, that a deal gets done anytime this week. Um, and, and again, you know, that's, that's what happened. There hasn't been a deal done in, in that last week, seven days. We'll be at meeting day number eight in a row, I believe on Monday. And it doesn't seem like a lot has gotten done. But it definitely feels like if you asked me on Monday, um, today, whenever you listen to this, what the chances are we have baseball, I'd say it's a 40% chance. Um, and I don't know what your guys' thought is on this. Um, and, Nate, I'll start with you. Do you have a certain percentage of chance that we see baseball come back this week? Um, I, so I, I'm thinking it's 50-50. Um, I really like the 40 number. I think that's a really good number. I know I've said – um, weird March 20. I'm, I'm off a little bit. Um, I, I think 50, 50, but, uh, March 27th is the day I said, or March 26th. I know that's the day I said, but, um, I did not expect these guys to actually physically meet eight days in a row, especially watching the way things went from December all the way to February. Now it was like, we met, we'd be lucky if we met eight times between December and February. So, uh, I think the more conversations that are being had, it brings more things to light. Like, oh, you know, it, it's easier to make counter proposals when you're when you're seeing stuff every single day. When um, you make an offer and then they decline it, and you wait two weeks before you make another offer, it's like it, it just slows the entire process down. So I think 
going back and forth makes it a lot easier for these guys to to make decisions and hopefully do what's best for the players and for the owners. Uh, I know that sounds like a very bad answer, but we want everyone to win in this. We just want baseball back. So there is no sides for me. Um, it, it would be a shame to see the players get uh, get screwed again and, and lose pretty badly in this. But also, I want to see baseball. So if, if the players have to get screwed for me to watch baseball in you know, four weeks, then you know, go owners. But if the owners uh, end up giving a little bit and you know everyone wins, that's probably the best case scenario. But I, I think 50-50 is probably the number you're looking at. John? Are we talking about tomorrow? This week. Period? I think that they're going to continue to meet every day until they figure something out. I don't think you can every- – I think that eight straight days in a row, you got to try to figure something out now. Well, I, it's, there's like so many things I hear are sticking points, like we were talking obviously CBA, but then also the playoff format. I, I read something about a ghost win. I don't even have any idea what a ghost win is. Do you know what I'm talking about when I say a ghost win? No. Win? No. Yeah, okay. It's 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 um I think I read it in the MLB rumors talking about the playoff expansion and and there being a ghost wind. I was hoping you guys would answer to that. <laughs> ghost I, I win. Guess, I would guess then if if that's the case, if it's a ghost win that it's a first round bye. That would be my yeah, guess. Okay. Is like the first That's a weird way of saying first round bye. Seeing yeah. first round bye is very prominent. <laughs> I don't know. I haven't heard that term yet. So that would be my yeah. guess. I, I could totally be wrong. But um but yeah. So uh, I, I, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm pessimistic, but I, but would be thrilled. Would be thrilled. Again, this was going to be my last spring training where, where I lived within driving distance. Nice. So, uh, I, you know, I, I've got, I had plans with some friends to go out to spring training. Uh, and, uh, so I, I'm, I'm hoping, but. Well, actually there's still may there's still going to be spring training. You'll just get minor leaguers. There's still guys out there doing stuff. Uh, you I know, know me. I'm I'm all about the I'm all about the pictures. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> I have too many pictures with people. I have no idea who they are just because they don't have their uniform, their numbers on their back. Yeah. I'll I'll say this, and I'll I'll, I'll say this um, about it before we jump into the, all the all the the last proposals that came in because I think we're just going to kind of go over that. Um, the players aren't going to win, um, and the players I think know this, and and the owners have all. Uh, all the leverage in the world. And that's why there isn't baseball there. That's why there's not spring training right now because the owners hold all the leverage. Um, the players are going to get 20% of what they want. That's, that's where my, that's my belief on that. Like they're not going to, it's not going to get split 50, 50, you know, they're not going to meet in the middle at all. The, the, the owners are going to get 80% of, of what this agreement's going to be like. The players are going to get a little bit of smidge, you know, maybe 25%, but um but yeah, that's that's all I have to do. That's all I have to say about that. I, the the owners hold it. The owners hold all the leverage right now. Um, they're billionaires. They're not losing anything. To be honest, this is the, they're they own baseball teams for a reason. The players are losing on getting paid. Um, so I think that at the end of the day, that's going to hurt the players more. Um, if you're talking real time to me, like I, I'm all for. I want the players to win. I do. I want the players to be that um, to to get what they want. And if they have to hold out, do it, you know, but, um, but I think that them getting paid their, you know, $500,000 up to, uh, you know, Trout's making what $40 million next year. I think that's going to weigh heavily on, on the players instead of over the owners. So I, I think that again, Jared, I think the players are going to end Jared, up. Yes. Man clown says they don't own baseball teams to make money. 
We've been over this. So one. I'm sorry. It was just too easy. I know. Again, this, I mean, I don't know. It's a lot of- Again, the problem with somebody like me, and I understand a lot more now than you do, and I'm not saying that I'm pro owners, is that all we hear about is the Mike Trout con. We, all we hear about is these huge contracts that these players, that the upper echelon, the small upper echelon, get. Sometimes they're not able to finish those contracts or not finish the season or not even, you know, and that gets all the publicity. So I think that's, it's, that's a tough struggle for the players uh, to, because they're more interested in taking care of the people on the lower end. And I don't think that that, I don't know that Joe fan knows that because I, I wouldn't have known that if I didn't participate and listen to this podcast. <laughs> yeah. It's all John, about did you hear, did you hear about the Braves too? Because this, this does not get brought up ever. The Braves, how much they grossed in money last year is ridiculous. Like, they made over $100 million. Like, just in, just from their season. And after like, everybody's so, paid. After everybody's paid, yeah, you're saying. Yeah. Oh. It was the most money that they had ever made in their, in their history. And it was like, so you guys are crying over paying an extra two, you know, what? hundred thousand dollars and you just made how much money so yes i understand where it's coming from i'm trying to find the exact number because i think it was a little bit more than a hundred million but um, see the the problem is is i haven't heard that (laughs) it was on mlb trade rumors a couple days ago (laughs) i know but i'm just Um, saying i'm saying as an average fan that i haven't heard that Uh, most average fans haven't heard that but they have heard that you know, that Manny Machado signed a huge contract with San Diego Padres yeah. and it's been a stiff. <laughs> you know, they, yeah. Go ahead. And, and I mean, so, so to John's point there, if you want to, like, you know what really hurts is, is like Albert Pujols not performing. Like, if you want to mm-hmm. put, like, yeah. this CBA on stuff, look at the players that are getting paid a lot and not performing. Because that ends up being, like, at the end of the day, what this is all about. Like, if Albert mm-hmm. Pujols performs – you know, we're not having these conversations like these guys are getting overpaid. These guys are getting overpaid. Like Manny, Manny Machado had a great season, so he didn't under, he didn't overperform. Like Bryce Harper, he's doing fine. Mike Trout, he's doing fine. Talk to us six, seven years down the road. I, I want to know how Mike Trout, Bryce Harper, Manny mm-hmm. Machado, these guys. Um, even I'm trying to think of who else to sign. Fernando Tatis signed a Tatis. signed a big deal. Yeah. Uh, Corey Seager, like it ends up being at the end of the contract. Mookie, yeah, it ends up being at the end of the contracts where it's like ah, these guys are. Are are not what they're va- not valued what they're getting paid. Um, so I mean, if you're going to put it on any any players, it's it's got to be those guys who sign those big contracts. And you can't you can't put it on the players. By the way, like it's not their fault, hundred ten percent. Like don't don't get, don't get me wrong, but like at the end of the day, you know, it's it's the performance of those guys who are getting paid those you know tens of twenties of thirty million dollars a year and aren't. aren't but you got to pay them sometimes. Yeah. You got to pay them sometime. Yeah. Like you're, you're not paying them at all before they're, you know, I mean, what Mike Trout went three years before he actually made a million dollars and he yeah. had won two MV or one MVP had been in the MVP finals, like top three the other year. So he's making $500,000 at that point. It's like, Oh, you know, we really appreciate you. It's like, no, you don't like give me something. Like I'm, I'm 23, 24 years old. Like, or actually, I guess at that time he's 21, 22 years old. It's like, Give him something so he can live his life and like not have to struggle because I mean in the minor leagues the guy's making you know twelve bucks a, a day and it's like come on like these guys struggled for how long to make it they make it and it's like 
hey, we go off, he hits 40 home runs, he does this job, and it's like, congrats, you made 500000 this year. Yep. Okay, I guess that's that, that, That's what scares me about Trout is because I saw all these people just talk about Albert like he's just he's, – he's, he's dead weight. He contributes nothing. And they're, they were talking to, you know, really degrading him. Uh, you know, you see him on social media, you know, I mean, and, and, and it's like the guy does contribute. He just makes an obscene amount of money, but that's the contract the Angels signed for him. And I'm worried about the same thing happening to Mike Trout, um, you know, in seven years from now or eight years from if he's not performing the same way. And all of a sudden is this multi – uh, uh is a pretty celebrated guy got got some rings got some awards and you know angel fans you know in general were just and i i worry about mike trout the same thing happening to mike trout everybody thinking oh that's great now later but yeah no I mean, at the end of the day you look at it and it, it's this the cba before this i think that was agreed to in in 94 was it or, or 2000 what six 2012 2012 yeah the CBA before this is what kills kills it for a lot of guys. Tony Clark's first year is 2012, I believe. Yeah, that CBA is the thing that kills it for everybody. Um, or the CBT, yeah. technically, I, it, yeah. the taxes and all that fun stuff, is is what gets everybody. So, uh, enough on our end with complaining. I'm just going to go through the gaps of what we're missing. Mm-hmm. These are the last two things that, um, or the last uh, the last proposal that proposals that have gone out there. We're just going to kind of MLB trade rumors has done a fantastic job of of pinpointing all these out. Um, so let's see here. Minimum salary. The current gap is in between $135,000 in 2022 to $215,000 in 2026. Um, that's going to be, I'm sure that's going to be a tough thing to, you know, get resolved there. I know MLB is down in the 600,000s to start with, um, 640,000 to be exact. And the PA MLB PA wants 775,000. Again, I don't want to go into too much detail with this, but that's, that's a big point right there um, on, on that end where, you know, the players and owners are, are missing out on the competitive tax balance. The uh, current gap is in between, let's see, $31 million in 2022 and $51 million in 2026. Um, That's the, that's the gap between what the players have proposed and what the owners have proposed. And it's like I said, that's, that's a large gap as well. We don't know what happened on Sunday yet. I don't think we're going to know, and we probably won't know what happened on Monday um, either yet, but that was the last proposed deal. Um, that's, I think those two are the biggest things um, that, that need to get figured out for this. Um, and I don't know. I think there's Nate, one I, other one. I know there's, I one, think other there's one. one other one. The biggest that's, one for me is the draft. Like that needs to get figured out because I am sick and tired of watching teams tank and, I mean, the Astros were successful with it. There are a lot of teams that have been successful in tanking. And it just kills the, the competitiveness for teams. I mean, like, yes, the, the AL East is one of the best divisions in baseball. But they also get to play the Baltimore Orioles, who are not trying to win games. And they get to play them twice as much as anyone else. So how is that, you know, some of these other teams where it's like, oh, hey, the NL Central, you know, most teams are trying in that, in that division or – you know, the AL Central, most teams are trying in that division, but except for Detroit. But Detroit's actually there now. So that's kind of the thing that, that's frustrating is that they allow tanking. And it's like, hey, can you put 10 teams in a lottery? And they're like, how about four? It's like, well, four teams tank every year anyway. So that doesn't really help solve the problem, boys. So 
that's kind of the one sticking point to me that I think is a big deal. I know money's always going to be a big deal for these players, but like for a fan, that's the biggest one that you want to see resolved. Absolutely. A hundred percent. I'm all for not tanking. Um, I think that if more teams can, you know, try to win. And I thought the expanded playoffs was a, was a good part of it as well. Um, another big part I think as well um, for this whole bargaining that's going on is the pre-arbitration bonus pool. The players proposed $20 million or the, the players proposed $115 million on their last one distributed out to 150 players. And the, and MLB proposed a $20 million pool that gets um, pulled out to 30 players. Um, and, and that goes by awards as well, um, which is, which is pretty tough too. I'm, I'm not a huge fan of what MLB has proposed though. MLBPA is, is up there quite a bit with their offer, um, too. I think that's one of the biggest roadblocks is $95 million gap that they, that they have right now. Um, and I think that's another big talking point for us here as well, Nate. I don't know. If you Two reasons for that though, Jared, I think one of them is because the MLBPA wants to see more players get paid. So that's why the gap is so large. It's really not as large as you think uh, or as people would think based on what they're hearing. Um, but because it's 130 players compared to 30 players, it's a big, big difference um, in who they're giving their money to. So that's kind of one of the issues there. And I think the other issue is the players are just so sick and tired of, of seeing these stupid fake offers that they're like, all right, you want to play games, play stupid games, win stupid prizes. Here's our stupid prize. And that's kind of what I think is going on there. Absolutely. And John, I don't want to leave you here in the dark, but, uh, but you got anything to add on this side of things? No, I'm, I'm learning from you guys. So. <laughs> Fantastic. So um, another thing, service time manipulation is, is big. We saw it with um, back uh, when Chris Bryant was supposed Chris to make Bryant. his debut. Uh, uh, Bryce Harper, another guy. Mike Trout was another Columbic. guy. Um, anybody, anybody. I mean, Wander Franco last year was, was another guy, though he got paid um, this last offseason. Kalenic. Kalenic. I mean, there's been plenty of guys who, who get brought up 30 days into the season um, that lose out on that, that, you know, one year where they could get paid um, earlier. So I think that's, again, something that the players are going to probably have to compromise on a little bit. And, and John, I see you giving a funky face. You kind of understand what we're getting through on there. Yeah. So that, that's, so if they, so they bring them up 30 days, that don't count as a full season. So they got to play a whole, whole other season at the other, at the, at the other end. Right. Correct. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. They, Chris Bryant was probably one of the biggest ones. He was very vocal about it when he was, when he was coming up and I mean, granted they won a world series and, and that is kind of it at the end of the day. And, and, you know, he's getting paid now or he will be getting paid. He's a free agent this year, but he could have been a free agent last year and getting paid probably a lot more. Um, actually he wouldn't have that. He didn't have that good of a year last year. Huh? He no, came he off did. this year. He had a, yeah. So, who knows what, who, I mean, who and coming knows? off COVID, who knows too. Yeah. So he, he might actually got lucky. Yeah. It could have, it could have benefited him, but still regardless, I mean, I think that's something yes, that it's still not fair it, to him. Yeah. And that's not something I don't think it's going to get too, um, that's going to get compromised too. all that much here. Unfortunately, yeah. they have anti tanking measures on here. Um, this is again, going to the lottery system and, and the players, the players association does want quite a bit. They want a whole, I think it looks like a 18 teams in here. Um, basically and, every team that doesn't make the playoffs yeah which is which is cool you know and, and you can make a tv that's my thing like i'd love to see an mlb draft lottery like the nba does it like hockey does yep. it like i think you could do NFL, it does nfl you do, could it? do it upright yeah no the cool. nfl doesn't have a draft lottery but i mean you could do this upright and and really and i think one of the other things that you'll add here is based on losing multiple seasons in a row your odds get worse so like 
if you only lose one year, your odds are, you know, let's say you have the worst record, your odds are like 30%. And if you get the worst record again, your odds go to like 20% or something. Like you, yeah. it's supposed to make sure that you are trying to get better every year. Yeah. So it makes sense. Yep. So the angels would be in trouble. The angels would be in trouble. <laughs> yes. Yeah, because they'd be in the they would be in the same draft spot every year. So like their odds of getting the number one pick would be probably the like same and getting worse every year. Yeah, and that, I mean the angels haven't done a great job of it either. Like you look at it and they're like tenth pick. Like they haven't gotten that good pick where it's like this is a game changing player right here that we can go get. I mean, there have been like that Cleo Watson was that guy last year, but um, regardless of that, um, I mean, they got went out and got Reed Detmers, but it's tough to get that game changer at the 10th overall pick. Like you can get lucky for sure, but it's not like you're getting an Adley Rushman or there's no Bryce Harper. Exactly. You're not going to get that dude. Tremar Jones, Steven Strasburg, Andrew Jones. I mean, yeah, there's again that, um, and then, and then on to, like, some smaller things. We have the expanded playoffs. MLB has proposed 14 teams, the PA, 12. I think that that's easy. An international draft, um, MLBPA actually opposes that, which is pretty pretty cool. I'm, I'm all for that if the PA wants that. Though I think that, that those are the little things that can be bargained on for sure. Um, I think that's really just a sticking point so they get something else. Like, they, they probably want it too, but they're like, hey, we're going to give you this. You better give us something else. So I don't think that's. I read deal. that. I read that exact thing. And that was a couple of weeks ago saying that that's something that they're probably very flexible on, yeah. but they're just, it's a bargaining chip that they're holding on to that they'll throw yeah. in if they need to, but. Absolutely. Yeah. And then the last thing, the big, it's not a big thing. I think for me, it kills me more that this is even a thing, but the rule changes uh, MLB wants to implement, um, you know, certain things. And this is a Manfred thing. And I, I don't want to say I hate him, but I don't like Manfred. Nate, I know you feel that way. I know a lot of people feel that way. He's a clown. Manfred sticking his paws on any MLB rules. He's already screwed it up enough. Um, and the MLBPA wants to go year by year, um, where Manfred just wants to go in and, and, and do stuff how he'd like. He and wants I don't to be want able Manfred. to change rules yeah. whenever he wants. I don't want Manfred. And they're and, supposed and, to wait a year. Nope. Absolutely not. I don't, I don't need Manfred going in there and getting his sticky paws all over anything. Like, that's the most annoying thing. I can't. Again, I can't – like, he's one of the guys where, you know, if he, – he might be the most hated person in Major League Baseball. Like, you can look at some of the Astros players. Yeah. You can look at, like, some of the guys who talk a lot, Trevor Bauer, and, like, Manfred, I, like, I just can't stand him. You know, like, there's a lot of stuff that he's messed up on. <laughs> he, did, he did get booed at the World Series. Absolutely yeah. should. As, he, as he yeah, said. yeah. As, absolutely. <laughs> Not so. as loud as, as Goodell. Uh, but uh, um, <laughs> but I think Goodells are, are just now Goodell. like fun now. Goodells are just now like fun and like jokingly. I think yeah. everyone's serious with Manfred. Goodells been a fantastic. Like you even look at the NBA and the NBA has done decent things. Like I know they've had a lot of problems, but like the NBA has at least done decent things. Like Adam Silver has been okay. You know where like Manfred hasn't. Manfred literally like show me one good thing he's done. <laughs> like there hasn't been a good thing. Like. The expanded no. playoffs, like an extra wild card team, like that's that's fine. I give you that, like tip of the cap. But that was going to happen anyways. Like he hasn't made any game changing rules where it's like, oh, this has helped out the game a lot. You know, like he's gone in there and has not helped out the game at all. So that's that's our spew here on the CBA. So guys, any final thoughts here as we get rolling into into a fantastic week and hopefully we'll see some baseball back. You guys got any final thoughts, Nate, John? Um, no, I'm good. I, I I'll just say. Every game that we lose of Mike Trout in his prime is 
is is a shame. <laughs> it's a real, and I'll I'll throw that with Otani too. I mean, we're we're missing history every every game we miss, and this is and he's missed a lot because of this garbage. So and you can put it you can put it on Manfred too if you want to put on the 2020 season. You can put that on Manfred as well. Um, yeah, him missing season. Don't worry, we do hundred games. I yeah. mean, they probably weren't going to play hundred games in 2020 anyways. But regardless, like you you probably missed a good. I don't know. He, 40 extra games. Yeah, 40 extra games or who knows what the numbers he are, he puts up or another um, MVP season in 2020. I know we put the asterisk next to it, but, you know, you, you just never know. So I, I agree with you guys. I agree with that on, on that. I don't want to see Shohei Otani or, or Mike Trout or Anthony Rendon, for a matter of fact, miss any more games than they have to um, with injuries and such like that. So, um, yeah, that's fantastic, guys. Like I'm, ex- I'm excited for this week. We have a lot of, a lot of good – uh, guests coming on this show, especially Wednesday um, and Friday, just just a lot of fun having had some conversations with some members of the Angels as well. It's going to be an absolute blast. So stay tuned for those guys. If you could subscribe to this podcast wherever you're listening or watching, you can follow myself on Twitter, Jared underscore Tim. You can follow Nate at Nate Green thirty four and John at Jegs Crane John. You can follow all of our um, social medias, Talking Halos, um, you know, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and guys, thank you so much for listening. Have a great rest of your day. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.